Hey friends, it is I, yours truly, Brianna Michelle, here with another episode of Brianna and Company, a conversation among friends. First and foremost, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. This is the first time that I am speaking to you guys in the new year. It is 2022. Can y'all believe it? <laughs> it is 2022. And I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited about the content that is being produced this year and the topics of discussion that we are going to get into this year um, to dive even deeper into the purpose of this podcast, which for me is to build a thriving community of happy, healthy Black folks that are committed to healing and wholeness. I know that's a tongue twister, but that is the vision that I have for this podcast moving forward. And I have a really great conversation for you guys today just to tell you a little bit about how I'm feeling about 2022 and some things that I am doing to prepare for the year ahead. So stay tapped in for today's conversation. You are now tuned in to Brianna and Company, a healthy, wholesome, unapologetically transparent conversation among friends. Here, we cry, we laugh, and we share our truth. But most importantly, we heal. So stay tapped in. So we are going into the second week of January 2022, the second full week of the year. And I don't know about you guys, but I know for myself personally that going into a new year can sometimes bring about a lot of anxiety and nerves, primarily because there's so much pressure to be and do right as you are transitioning into a new year. And full transparency I did not spend my New Year's Eve cleaning, decluttering, organizing anything. I didn't even do a vision board. I spent my New Year's Eve, one, celebrating with my family and friends. And I also allowed myself to rest because going through 365 days of anything, doesn't seem like a long time. And from one perspective, it's not. Simultaneously, it is. So I gave myself permission to just be. I allowed myself to reflect on the 365 days that I had just come through before I get ready to go into another 365 days. And I also allowed myself to give thanks, to just be grateful for the experiences that I had in 2021, as well as giving thanks for the blessing of being able to see a new year, a new start, a new beginning, new territory, what have you. And that was the best possible way that I could have transitioned into 2022. So I'm sort of playing catch up with 2022 just a little bit, but um, I really don't even like to say that because I'm not on anyone else's time. I'm not on anyone else's clock. Even though we are in a new calendar year and time is going to go by and the days are going to roll on, this is my journey 
And the only person that I am in competition with is me. So I am on my own time and my own schedule. So things are moving at the pace that I need them to for my personal growth and development. And I hope that it is the same for you. So one thing that I have been kind of reflecting on or just thinking about as I am getting clear on who I want to become, who I want to become more of, who I want to become less of, um, what it is that I'm doing and why I'm doing it. As I am taking this month specifically to clarify and to organize those ideas, I had this revelation about the word becoming. And what I realized was that we don't often talk about the process of unbecoming. We talk a lot about who we want to be, but we don't talk a lot about what that means in, I guess, comparison to a past version of yourself and having to let go of aspects of yourself that you may have had for a long period of time. So I turned 31 last year in November. Shout out to my Scorpios, gang, gang, gang. But I turned 31 um, November of 2021. And when I turned 30 in 2020, I was actually really excited about going into my 30s. I did experience these, I don't even know what to call it, but it's like this emotional breakdown pretty much that you have around 28 to 29. And I guess it comes from realizing that you're going into a whole new decade of your life. I don't know what that's about, but almost everybody that I know that turns 29 has this like emotional breakdown as they're transitioning into their 30s. So I did experience that, but I was still very excited about going into my 30s. So let me tell you, my 30s so far are going fairly well. Not quite what I expected, but we're we're still we're good. We're on track. Um however, <laughs> year 30 because I'm not quite in year 31 since my birthday is at the end of the year, but year 30 um year 30 came for my neck and snatched my edges. In the most respectful way, I think as respectful as sis could be, um, but she definitely came for me and she came for me in a way that really showed me who I had become over the process of the last decade of my life. I had to take a very hard look at certain habits and certain patterns and certain thought processes that had been part of my identity for the last 10 years at least, maybe longer than that, right? And one lesson that I learned in 2021 was the art of letting go. I did not realize how much I struggled with letting go and how fearful I could be of change 
And when change would come about, I almost subconsciously, it was like an automatic reaction that I tapped into these unhealthy, maybe even toxic um, habits and patterns as a result of change taking place in my life. And it really brought that to the forefront for me. Certain things that I was afraid of, certain traumas that I had buried rather deep, that all came to the surface at once. That was pretty much year 30 for me. Year 30 showed me all of the gunk and the mess that had been buried so deep that just needed to come up and and be released. And that is the art of unbecoming, where you are having to tap into parts of yourself that you may not have even known were there. Because again, it's so subconscious. I learned this on YouTube from a young lady named Victoria. I don't remember her YouTube channel. But if I do, I'll put it in the description. But she was talking about how 95% of your subconscious thinking controls your actions. Whereas 5% of your conscious thinking controls your actions. That means that your actions are a result of a part of you that you can't even see. Like you don't even know that it's happening. That's wild, right? So I go through this process of seeing everything that's stored in my subconscious mind that has been controlling my actions up to this point. And y'all, it it was a bit scary. I'm going to be honest. Like we're having an honest conversation here, right? Um, it was a bit scary. It was a bit unnerving to think that I had been this way for so long. So then I needed to get clear on who I wanted to become. Who is it that I ultimately want to be? And that seems fairly simple. Like you feel like you should just turn off one switch and turn on another. But it doesn't quite work like that. Because when all of that stuff comes up to the surface, you got to clean it up. It's not about building one thing on top of another. You have to deal with this stuff. It's coming up for a reason. And you have to clean up the mess before you can start creating something new. So going into 2022 for me, I felt like I had spent the better part of 2021 unbecoming. I felt like I had spent the better part of the year cleaning up that mess. And, you know, sometimes I would think I cleaned it up and then more would come to the surface and I had to clean that up. And then some more would come to the surface and I had to clean that up. And it was just this constant process. Right. So you can imagine that by the end of the year. Yeah. All I want to do is take a nap. Like I'm taking a nap. I'm putting my phone on D&D. Don't call me. Don't text me. Leave me alone. I just want to be right now and just praying to God that 2022, I can just start fresh. I can just start new. I can just breathe. So going into this year, I intentionally 
honored the part of myself that was no longer going with me. And I believe wholeheartedly that that is a necessary part of our healing journey is to honor the part of us that got us here. So if you are excelling in life, you're successful, you are exactly who you want to be, you're where you want to be, you know where you're going, you know what you're doing and you know why you're doing it, that is great. But it's so important to remember that there is a past version of yourself that got you to where you are. And we're not passing judgment on whether that version of yourself was the highest version of yourself, the best version of yourself, the most positive version of yourself or not. It is simply to say that every part of you up to this point is the reason why you are where you are. And that, ladies and gents, to me, is the art of self-love. The process of being able to love yourself unconditionally to the core, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent, the light and the dark, the quote-unquote good and the quote-unquote bad. It is loving yourself in entirety. And 2021 showed me that. It was like I connected this dot of Oh, so that's what it means to love myself. You know, self-love has become kind of trendy. You know, it's a word that we hear a lot. Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Take care of yourself, self-care. You know, we hear that over and over again now. But I don't know that we really delve into the meaning of it. Because to love yourself means to know yourself, to be self-aware, to offer yourself compassion, to offer yourself forgiveness, to offer yourself space, to offer yourself vulnerability. There's so much that goes into it. And trust me, we will continue to talk about self-love, you know, this season, season two. But that is just the start of it. So if there is anyone going into 2022 who one of your goals is to love yourself more, to love yourself unconditionally. Maybe you just want to start with developing a consistent self-care routine and just learning how to take care of yourself. And let me just tell you, self-care is more than just eating your veggies and taking a bubble bath and buying yourself nice things. Self-care is a whole lot more than that. Self-care is how you take care of yourself when you are emotionally overwhelmed or when you're having an emotional day. Self-care is how you take care of yourself mentally. It is what you mentally feed yourself. Self-care is how you handle um, stress. Self-care is how you handle conflict. Okay, Self-care is literally how do you take care of you. And it is more than just the physical or the tangible aspects. It is taking care of that inner part of yourself, that inner world. 
Okay. So maybe that's one of your goals is you just want to develop a more consistent self-care routine. Or maybe you are very intentional about embarking on your self-love journey, learning more about yourself and learning how to love yourself unconditionally. One thing that I can tell you is that part of that process is unbecoming and being able to make peace with your past and how you got to this point and then clarifying for yourself who you want to be going forward while also honoring who you've been. This is not about passing judgment. This is not about sitting and pitying yourself or victimizing yourself. This is not about spending hours or days or weeks or months ruminating on why was I that way or how did I get here or why did that have to happen or why did they do that to me? It's not about that. It is about fully accepting every part of your journey. And the fact that you're here, that's the best part. Appreciating the fact that you're even here. You're alive and you're well to make a conscious decision that what you were doing before or who you were before no longer serves you. And so now we have an opportunity to become someone different, someone better, someone higher. And we're going to just keep moving Forward. The blessing is that we have the ability to move forward as long as there is breath in your body, as long as you can move and you can open your eyes and as long as you're here, as long as you're here, the blessing is that we get to keep. Hey y'all, it's Brianna Michelle here, host of Brianna and Company. And this segment of the podcast is titled The Plug, where we feature one business or organization each month that is doing great work in support of the Black community. If you know a business or organization that you would like to see featured right here on an episode of Brianna and Company, then send us an email at contact at thebriannamichelle.com. Again, that email address is contact at thebriannamichelle.com. You can also check us out at thebriannamichelle.com or briannamichellemerch.com, where a portion of all sales will go towards our featured business of the month. Remember, do everything with love and stay tapped in. So I know that many of us are already goal setting for 2022 and we are fleshing out our plans for the year ahead. And I'm sure all of your plans are amazing, friends. But there is this one thing, this one thing that I have been intentionally doing for the last two to three years. I want to say I started it either in 2019 or 2020. And it is something that I promise you. I promise you it has been the best thing for me every single year since I started intentionally keeping this at the forefront of my mind. And I want to share it with you guys because it it may change the trajectory of your year. Um, it definitely has helped me in previous years and continues to do that. So there is just one thing, 
that I feel like we all need in 2022 and beyond in 2023, 24, 25, 26, so forth and so on. There's this one thing that we all need to make 2022 our year. And what your year looks like and my year looks like may be totally different. That is perfectly fine because it is intended for us, right? So what you want to do and become in this year is going to look different than, you know, my own intentions. And that's perfectly fine. But there's this one thing that we all need. Okay, are y'all ready? The one thing that you need to be successful in 2022 and beyond, the one thing that you need to have the best year of your life, the one thing that you need to make 2022 your year is vision. Vision. That one thing. That's it. That's all you need. Now, I know someone is going to argue with me and someone is going to say, no, Brie, you need more than vision. You need dedication. You need discipline. You need commitment. You need motivation. You need, you know, I'm, I'm doing my karate chop arms over here. <laughs> like, I can just imagine somebody trying to come for me and argue with me about it. And it's cool. I get it. Because, yes, all of those things have their place and they're all necessary at some point on our journey. They're all key skills and habits to have, right? You know, there's there's nothing wrong with being disciplined, being motivated, being dedicated, being committed. Those are all um, very high qualities, if you will, or virtues. That's the word I'm looking for, virtues. However, none of those things means anything without clear vision. And let me tell you, I'm going to give you the best example that I could come up with off the top of my head. (laughs) So it's very much like traveling. So I actually enjoy traveling, but not necessarily for the reason that I think other people do or most people do. And I actually prefer traveling by car. Like I love a good road trip over a plane ride any day. If you tell me that we about to pack up a car and we about to go somewhere, honey, I am here for it. I love a good road trip. And the reason that I love a good road trip is because of the sights that you get to see, the people that you can meet, the places that you stop, the memories that you make, especially if you're with other people, you know, you get to make memories on those drives or even if you're by yourself, you're taking a road trip by yourself. I've done road trips by myself before. And you have those moments where you're just reflecting, spending time with yourself, just, you know, being in your own little world. I love those experiences. I feel like when I'm on a plane, because I have obviously traveled by plane before, um, it's not as thrilling for me. You know, people get on planes and they usually go to sleep or they are, you know, listening to music or watching a movie. And then you're just looking at clouds for like miles on miles. It's just nothing but big, bright sky. (laughs) And that's beautiful. It's nice. But It's just nothing like a good road trip to me. So I love a road trip. And, you know, you get in your car and you put the location, whatever your destination is, you put it in the GPS. 
But now as you are traveling, if you're like me and, you know, you have your travel playlist and your song comes on and you in there jamming, having the time of your life, it's possible that you might miss a turn or two, you know, because you're enjoying yourself and you miss that turn. But the GPS, whether it's Google Maps, Apple Maps, I don't care what you use. The GPS never says, you know what? Since you can't follow directions, I quit. We're not going anywhere. Figure it out on your own. The GPS does not do that. When you look at your screen and you missed a turn or you went the wrong way or you traveled too far, your GPS always reroutes you. It always reroutes you to put you back on track to get to where you're going. And sometimes, yes, your GPS will have you turn around and get back on that path. Or sometimes it just charts out a whole new path for you, right? So the GPS at the end of the day is always going to get you to where you need to be. It is the same thing with us. We are always going to wind up exactly where we need to be when we need to be there, if we trust, if we trust the vision for our lives. When you spend time in stillness or being quiet, just like I said, and I I love this practice. It's something that I've been doing now consistently for the past two years. It's just the art of being. And I do this through meditation and journaling I am not a pro at meditating. I will go ahead and tell y'all that now. I'm not. But I have definitely improved and I actually enjoy it. It has improved my mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being so much. So on those days when I can meditate, if even just for five minutes, I love it. It just, it fills me so much. And in those moments, I'm able to be quiet and to be still. And I'm able to gain clarity for my next steps. And I'm able to be reminded of why I'm here. And I'm able to tap into why I do what I do. And is this in alignment with me? Is this true to who I am becoming and who I want to be? You know? And I never feel in those moments, like God is saying, you know what? You can't follow directions, so I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up on you. I'm going to stop, and, and you just better hope that you get there, and you get there on time. I never feel like that. That's not the God that I serve. I don't know about y'all. That's not the God that created me. That's not the God that loves me. The God that loves me always reroutes me, always reroutes me, always orchestrates the universe to put me exactly where I need to be when I need to be there. And the only thing that I need to possess is the vision. I need to remember this is ultimately where I'm going to be. Now, if I got to make some pit stops, if I got to take some some twists and turns, if I, you know, miss that turn because I went up here and I bust the left and, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm still going to get to where I'm supposed to be. And that that's it. Like that's in the story. 
So we have to have clear vision. It does not make sense, at least not in my brain, to have all this discipline and dedication and motivation. It's almost like being on a treadmill, like you ain't going nowhere. You running on a treadmill. You're not running on a track. You're not running down the street. You're not running around the neighborhood. You running on a treadmill. Where are you going? You ain't going nowhere but in circles. <laughs> you know, that's how I feel. I feel like without the vision, you're just going nowhere fast. That's it. So the one thing that we need to make this whatever kind of year we want it to be is the vision to understand where am I ultimately trying to go and not worrying about the how, not worrying about the when, because that's when we allow the universe to open up to us and surprise us. Like one thing that I've been very intentional about this year is being open to surprises and allowing God to just lead me and guide me and and being open to what I discover along the way. Because everywhere that we go, we're going to find something that is necessary for our journey. So we can't be afraid to chart into territory that we may be unfamiliar with or to meet people that, you know, are maybe outside of our comfort zone. They, They may not be your quote unquote type. But when you open yourself up to surprises and allowing God to orchestrate the universe to fill in the blanks for you, you will always get what you need when you need it. You just have to have the vision. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is an exercise. This is an intuitive exercise that you can do. It doesn't have to take a long time. It literally can take you less than 15 minutes. It just depends on you know, I guess where you are in meditation, if you have probably never meditated before, then it might be a little bit more difficult. But if you are even a intermediate person (laughs) at meditation, this may um, be a little bit easier for you. But this is an intuitive exercise that I recommend everyone does, especially at the start of your new year, is to Set a personal mantra and theme for your year, okay? So I have a personal mantra. I actually have two for 2022. I have two mantras and two themes to go along with the power of the number two in 2022. Now, I'm not going to share what they are. I might share as we journey into the year, but because it's very personal, I keep it to myself and I would recommend you do the same unless you feel led to share with, you know, within a safe space or with people who are like your trusted confidants. But spend some time, again, being quiet, being still. You can put on some relaxing music if you have a certain playlist that just kind of puts you at ease. Nothing that's going to turn you up, okay? But anything that's going to put you at ease and just make you feel calm and settled and safe and secure. You can put on some background music if you feel like you need it. If you don't, cool. For five minutes, just allow yourself to be quiet. Allow yourself to be still. There is nowhere else that you need to be except for in this moment. And allow yourself that time. 
Don't worry about your to-do list. Don't think about what's um, due and don't think about all the things that you, you got to get done. Just be in the present moment. There is nowhere else for you to be but right here, right now. And spend time within that space for at least five minutes. Longer if you need to, but for at least five minutes. And just sit and think about where are you going? You've been on this journey for however many years of your life. Where are you going? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be when you get there? Just spend some time kind of asking yourself those questions and tossing those things around in your head. Then allow the answers to come to you. Open yourself up to whatever comes to you. Be open, be receptive. Then when you feel comfortable doing so, you're going to come out of that meditative state And I recommend keeping a journal or a notebook nearby with a pen or pencil or some type of writing utensil. And you're going to start to jot down all of the things that came to you. They could have been mere words. They could have been phrases. They could have been song lyrics. Like I know I channel songs a lot. So it could have been a song that comes to you. I even have a theme song for this year. But um, write down whatever comes to you. And then kind of connect the dots, you know, take a step back, read what you've written and connect any dots that you may need to connect for yourself. Then from that, come up with a personal mantra. So with a mantra, I recommend it being something that you can say in 17 seconds or less. (laughs) That's kind of my rule of thumb when it comes to setting a mantra for myself is can I say this in 17 seconds or less? Because you don't want it to be something that's too difficult for you to remember to say repeatedly. So you want to come up with one, maybe even two max personal mantras for yourself. And you're going to write those down. Then think about your theme for the year. So is what is one word that you can come up with that represents the energy for this year for you. So in past years, like 2020, my theme of the year was reward. That was my word of the year was reward. And I did get a lot of rewards in 2020. So that's why I'm telling you that this exercise works. If you take time and you set intentions for it to work for you, it will work. So that's what I feel like we all need in 2022 and some ways that you can get started. Um, Again, if you're already setting your goals and you're already fleshing out your plans for what your year is going to look like, that's great. Just add this as a um, like next step or as part of that goal setting that you're doing for yourself. have come to the end of another conversation here on Brianna and Company, a conversation among friends. Here we laugh, we cry, and we share our truths, but most importantly, baby, we do the work to heal. 
This would not be possible without you all. So thank you so much for supporting this thriving community of happy, healthy Black folks who are dedicated to healing and wholeness. Remember to do everything with love and to stay tapped in until our next conversation. I love you guys. And until next time, peace.